Welcome to Speaking With, the Drake Community Press's monthly interview series. We are a nonprofit publisher working towards meaningful change in issues important to Iowans, and we're partnering with the Iowa Environmental Council, or IEC, to take on water quality. I'm CJ, one of the editorial interns, and today I'm going to be talking with Dan Chimnall, a Drake professor teaching communicating science this semester. Dan's class will work on our upcoming project with us and IEC. He shares why science communication is so important and leaves the audience with some much needed wisdom. All right, so Dan, we are very excited to have you. You are the first person, besides Carol, of course, who we have had on who is teaching one of the DCP courses. And since that's such a big part of what we do, I'd say this is long overdue. <laughs> so for those who don't know, a lot of the work that goes into a DCP project is done by Drake students. Last semester, we had five involved classes ranging from a geographic information systems class to a creative writing class. And so, Dan, you are teaching communicating science this semester in collaboration with us, the DCP, and the Iowa Environmental Council. So let's dig into that a little more. Yeah. Can you tell me why communicating science and even just a general STEM literacy is so important both on Drake's campus and in the community? And then how do you see this project that the DCP and IEC is doing advancing that? Yeah. Uh, STEM literacy, I think it's vital because, and, you know, kind of going back to what I was talking about earlier, I think there's sort of this conventional, conventional perception of science as being a collection of facts. You know, mm -hmm. we often think of science as like, uh, you know, like, for example, when, when we're kids, you know, when we're, when we're younger, we kind of think about all the cool facts we know about dinosaurs, right? <laughs> or we build a volcano out of, uh, you know, vinegar and baking soda, right? You know, that kind of stuff. And those are fun. And they get young people interested in science and what science can do and what science means. But STEM literacy is so beyond that because even though those things are worthwhile, I have always viewed science as a tool, right? It's not just a collection of facts. It is a way of seeing the world. It's a way of observing the world, and it's a way of understanding the world. And so if you take any sort of a science class, obviously you're going to want to remember the terms and understand the basics and the foundations. You know, you have a purpose for taking that course. But anyone can learn science in terms of how to think in a different way, right? Like, for example, we don't, we want to get away from some of the problems that sort of uh, afflict us as humans. You know, we have a lot of, I often make the joke in my class, I'm like, who here, raise your hand if you have the how-to manual on how your brain works when you were born. Did the doctor give that to you? <laughs> Did the doctor give that to your parents? No, no, that doesn't exist, right? We spend our lives trying to figure out what these three pounds of tissue do. Mm -hmm. And it does a lot of stuff that we don't fully understand. There's a lot of invisible tricks and corridors that make us fall prey to all kinds of problems. Science helps us get beyond that. Science basically shows us, here's what the brain does in this situation. Here's what the brain does in that situation. And so science literacy allows us to see how our brains operate so we can live a, a higher quality of life in terms of instead of falling in love with our ideas, we should fall in love with the process of analyzing our ideas. We should try to figure out if we have an idea, does it work? Let's test it, right? And if it doesn't, then throw it away. We've tried it. But the problem is, is that humans don't always do that. They fall in love with their ideas and then they clutch them and they don't want to get rid of them. <laughs> and so I think science literacy is just, it, it, that's one of the things that it does is it helps us to see how our minds operate. So that way we can approach day-to-day -day problems or more complex problems in a much better way. 
I have one question that I'd like to spring on you. Yeah. So to everyone listening, what is one thing that you would like to tell them or teach them about science communication? Oh man, there's so much. Cause every week we, we focus on, you know, one thing or the other. Uh, you know, I already mentioned the thing about making the invisible visible, but, uh, I think that at, at its base, science communication is all about storytelling. Uh, humans love a good story. You know, one of the things that I think is so great about teaching a course like this is that you get to focus on humans, right? We talk about the United States. Sure. We talk about local things. Sure. But when we talk about this stuff, we're talking about a species, right? Homo sapiens. And that's really exciting because Homo sapiens, no matter where they are, who they are, if they have tech or not, if they have lots of food or not, they have lots of shelter or not, they love a good story, no matter where you are. And you see this throughout human history. And so you realize that the story is one of the ultimate vehicles for conveying information or conveying curiosity and opportunity. Because when you think about it, at the end of the day, education is an opportunity. It's, it's a chance every time you go to class to say to yourself, here's a chance to think about things a little bit differently, right? It's, it's a gift. And so by telling science through a story, you can get people hooked with a little bit of narrative, a little bit of emotion, a little bit of character. And by doing that, people start to realize this is more than just data. This is more than just numbers. This is more than just complex algorithms, right? There's a story that affects all humans in every scientific story. And so I, that's, I, I try to approach science that way of telling a story. That's a beautiful way to look at it. Thanks. And, you know, that's what we're trying to do here at the DCP right. is to give a story to these issues. So right. I really appreciate you teaching this class, and I really appreciate you coming on this podcast. It's been great to have you. It's a great conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you, CJ.